the irony is going to be that everybody's going to piss and wang when it actually gets announced if they do have a female main character and whatever else. And oh my god, boycott GTA 6 and then everybody will fucking buy it anyway. Right, hello everybody and welcome to WCCF Tech Podcast. I am full of cold, I'm coughing up multiple lungs, I've got Slimer from Ghostbusters crawling out of every orifice, so you know, I'm I'm just a catch, just a catch. Come on ladies, come get some. (laughs) Being infected. Yes. Yeah, Uh, I wouldn't say every orifice though, otherwise people are going to think every orifice. It sounds more gruesome if I say that, though. It's only my yeah. nose and throat, but yes. I'm waiting for it to start crawling out my ears. Yeah. I don't know how that'll happen, but I'm sure it will. So, uh, yes. <laughs> so, welcome to Plague Island, everybody. We are joined by Francesco. And... Hello, I'm full of heat, by the way. <laughs> Alessio. Yeah, um, not so much, but yeah, it's still a lot. Even here. And that was another cough break. Um, right, so... Oh, my God, my lungs. <laughs> so what we're talking about lots of delays, which always happen, and other stuff. We'll just talk about it when it comes to it. Let's start with delays. Yeah. So the first one, um... which, to be fair, I, well, I never got to play, but I've seen it in action, was uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum, which is, you know... Because we were just talking about Lord of the Rings before starting the podcast. It's fitting. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, it's it's not actually the first delay for this game. Because it was originally meant to release in fall 2021. Then they moved it to spring 2022. Then to September 2022. And it was actually... A good date because they put it on September 1st, uh, just you know, the day before uh, the new Amazon series. So, yeah, it that would have sense. <laughs> now they've still uh, delayed it some more months. They, they said a few more months, but it is unclear whether it's like December, January, or who knows when. So uh, and, you know, I can't say I blame them because, to be honest, uh, the gameplay still looks pretty rough from what I've seen. So, but I don't know if uh, a few more months are going to cut it. Uh, maybe it's just, I don't know. I don't feel very good about this one. Uh, you know, the developer isn't exactly known for its, you know, AAA titles. And uh, again, it's such a big IP. I think would have would have had to go to a better developer, uh, more equipped in general, uh, perhaps even more skilled. But maybe there will be a surprises. You never know. I'm gonna say you never know. It's it didn't look bad from when I saw it, um, and I did a preview. Um. Oh, Jesus wept. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. My brain's just a fog. 
Yeah, it didn't look bad, but um, yeah, you could tell it's not a AAA title. And I, I've seen people on Twitter like, oh my god, he doesn't look like Gollum. Well, no, he doesn't look like the film version of Gollum. And oh my god, the graphics are not, you know, ultra high-fangled nipple tassel graphics. And who gives a crap about that? As long as the game's good and the actual stealthy gameplay looked... Yeah, the stealthy gameplay looked alright. The the jumpy flying about gameplay looked good though. The platformy stuff. So, I don't know. It looks like it should be a decent enough game. Not going to be amazing from what I saw, but you never know. Like you say, they can surprise us. I only got a hands-off look at it at the time, so hands-on, I don't know yet. Yeah. uh, Maybe, you know, like you said, it may not suck, but I doubt it will be a masterpiece or anything like that, honestly. Uh, So, we'll see. But uh, they definitely missed a good window of opportunity to release it uh, alongside the TV series. Of course, being a Lord of the Rings title, uh, it will still uh, be hyped, even if it's a bit farther away. But, uh, yeah. Uh, as we as we will uh, as we'll say later in the podcast, probably uh, I think you know IP holders for uh, such big franchises should be more careful when they license uh, you know to to certain developers. Uh, yeah, I, they have to be I don't think they really care as long as they get money. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, I yeah, mean, well, you know, you, you yeah. always get that, you know, that bad uh, reputation down. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't, they... you know, it may be fine for that one title, but then the next one is going to be people are going to be wary. Possibly, possibly. I, I suppose it depends. It like people are more in tune now to what they used to be on who develops what, or they look for certain names. So. Yeah, they may be wary, but they're probably going to be a little more aware. I mean, Lord of the Rings has had a very checkered history when it comes to video games anyway. Yeah. 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 Well, every big, every big IP is like that. There are good games that, but they're mostly mediocre or yeah. bad games. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Uh, for example, this is also true for Warhammer 40k, which is uh, the other. I'm just going to figure out how to, how to segue into that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fat Shark also delayed Darktide, and this is also not the first delay for the game. But uh, at least we have a date for this one. Uh, it's coming out uh, on November 30 on Until PC. Until it gets delayed again. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully not. Uh, but the good news is that there will be some public tests, so you can sign up now if you want to try the game earlier. Yeah. And uh, well, also, you know, with Fat Shark, we more or less know what we're going to get because Dark Tide is ultimately just Vermintide in a new setting and with uh, ranged combat, basically. Since yeah. you know it's uh, 
it's Warhammer 40k instead of Warhammer Fantasy. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it should be a good game, uh, fun game with friends, especially. Uh, it sucks friends? that. Uh... <laughs> friends? What are friends? The fan world. So, what are so these have... things? So we are not your friends. That's what you're saying. Uh, yeah. I didn't say that. I, I said I don't understand the con- meaning of the word. I am not good English. <laughs> From Yorkshire, north of England, we don't use good English. Us. We know beer, uh, whiskey, pub, whip it, flat cap, and pub. This sounds like a trick of that. So yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, so you, you've well, been up north, Francesco. You know, you know what we're like. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and to be honest, I love you for that. <laughs> Wish I could be one of you, honestly. Sometimes. There you go. But I'm uh, not. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> another delay for d- ver- uh, dark tide. We're just going to call it vermin tide then. Um, yeah. So yeah. Another delay for. Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Yeah, Dark Tide should be all right. But uh, the biggest uh, news of the week is arguably uh, when it comes to delays, uh, indefinite delays in this case, as the remake of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. So, Francesco, I leave it to you since you reported it. Yeah, yeah, just like. Just like we said, uh, we were saying before we started, they just give it. They just gave such a big game to an, an inexperienced developer. I mean, they just released ports so far, and you know the most disappointing thing is that from well, we don't know if they were right, of course, but the rumors made it sound very interesting. Though they were changing it, uh, they were changing the combat to real uh, to action combat instead of the classic. Uh, Role-playing game combat. I but... think that's where it's probably gone wrong. They're trying to change the combat because if you know, Asper have done good ports in the past, so yeah, there's but, no reason you know, why they couldn't have done this. Just keep you know, it the same. The, the the thing I don't understand, and I think most people don't understand, is how is it possible that you? I mean, it's not like they're a bad developer, but they they never shipped a single original title. I mean, remaking a game from, I don't remember how long, 20, more than 20 years. Yeah. From more than um, 20 years back. You know, you're, you're essentially making a new game. You're, you only have the story and the setting, but you have to make everything from scratch. So I don't know how they thought this was a good idea, because they would have had issues, and they, they apparently have had them. We still don't know if it is, if it, because no, no. we haven't still confirmed about it. But they have, uh... we do not... They have developed the game before, but not many. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's just it's either ports or very small stuff. Yeah, most of them. A remake, yeah. a remake of the Knights of the Old Republic is not small stuff, especially now that Star Wars is more popular than ever. I suppose I understand the, the why they. And, and all yeah. those other series. I suppose I understand why they had them doing, why they put picked us because, um, well. They've worked on every other Star Wars game ports since, like, you know, every one that's come to the Switch, that's been Asper. Even the yeah. Old Republic. Yeah, even Knights of the Old Republic, which were on, came to the Switch um year year and a half ago or something. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, uh, I I don't I don't um, I think I read that the port of the second one had some big issues. Okay, but also, as Francesco said, uh, this is completely different. I mean, this is going to be a full-fledged AAA remake. Yeah, and yeah. It, I, I think it requires a very different expertise than porting, uh, just porting an old game as is. So, honestly, yeah, and also it's interesting because Sony actually made a deal for the game to be a yeah. console exclusive, so they certainly invested into it and they must be pretty pissed Yeah, at this point. In Mingo say it could be Sony that's pulled the plug on it. But I don't think they're publishing. Well, yeah, no, but if I, they no. if they want to pull their investment as an exclusive sort of thing, because mm. they probably well within the rise, if it doesn't meet a certain quality of standard at a certain time, then if Sony's decided, oh, this looks shit, which you know, fair enough if it does. Mm. But yeah, then again, it could also be Lucasfilms, you know, Disney. Disney yeah, might but, have just said, yeah. there's not enough Catwoman in this. Or, you know. But, uh, we don't know exactly who, you know, gave the thumbs down, but someone did, uh, you know, reportedly. There was a demo, and uh, people <laughs> the Arabs really didn't like it. But, uh, you know, all hope is not lost, as, uh, you know, some some sources said that the game might be given to Saber, which is also under the same, you know, um, Embracer Group umbrella. Yeah. And Saber is certainly a more capable developer, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, and uh, we'll have to see if uh, this is confirmed. And uh, even if it is, though, I mean, <laughs> we'll have to wait a long time because they, they'd likely have to start from scratch or maybe nearly so. so. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not looking good. Not looking good. But there you go. At, at least we still have the classic and we can play it pretty much on everything right now. Honestly, I was looking forward to this because I never played the originals. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was really looking forward to this. Uh, and... Uh, to be honest, I think the first one hasn't aged that well, but it's still very enjoyable. I mean, it's a classic top-down RPG. Yeah, but that's it's very, it's very enjoyable. The second one is a little more divisive. I don't think I completed it. I played it, but I don't think I completed it. And, and it, I, I, it was made by Bioware, I think. So that, there might be an, that might be another one. Yeah, no, the first, the first one was made by Bioware. The second one was made by Obsidian. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it would have been nice if uh, either of the studios got to handle the remake, but uh, they are otherwise busy. So. <laughs> yeah, Bioware's busy being flagged for closure. <laughs> It'll happen if they fuck up this next game. Well, look- not Obsidian. Maybe Bioware, but Obsidian. No, no, I said, yeah, that's what I said. Bioware's been busy ah, okay. getting flagged for closure. Yeah. Obsidian's not. Obsidian's all right. Yeah. Bioware's yeah, screwed. They are releasing Grounded mm. uh, in late September. So it's coming out. I think oh, yeah. you played Obsidian's it. Obsidian's fine. Yeah, I like, I like Grounded. Uh, I've been playing that um, quite a while back, actually. I haven't played it in a while. But yeah, I like Obsidian. They're good. It's Bioware who are dead. Yeah. 
you know, EA is going to force them to do something with Dragon Age, the next one, and ruin it. And then they're going to blame Bioware for that and close the studio. Probably NFTs. Chris, it's always a pessimist. Always. No, this is me being optimistic. Well, you know, you know, after Anthem, it's not like they have much. I'm gonna say this is me being optimistic. Uh, <laughs> the pessimistic of me would just be that whoever, Andrew Wilson is just going to go to Bioware Studio and start shitting in everybody's dinner plates. Which is basically what they did with Anthem. They shit exactly. on everyone. I, <laughs> I, still, I still have hopes for Dragon Age 4. We'll see. I have hopes, but, you know, I'm also ill, so, you know, take my hopes for what they are. A delirious madman's hopes. You don't know what hope is. I do. Yeah. I hope I win the lottery. I hope yes. I get to retire before... I'm a cynical old man. I mean, you're already, got... a cynical, you're already a cynical man. You're not old. Yet. I'm gonna say that's the. I'm just waiting for that. I just need to retire before I'm old. <laughs> so, uh, in fact, we can get the cynical me out of out this time in the next two topic in the next two things, Xbox and Sony, their financial results when they're all talking shit again. That's <laughs> well, mainly Sony. So go yeah, on. talk gonna... to us about Xbox first. Well, uh, it seems like revenues were down for both the Xbox and uh, PlayStation divisions this quarter. And uh, to be honest, that's not very surprising because neither company really <laughs> released any big games in this quarter. And also just generally, uh, you know, even Sony, for example, said it outright. Uh, now that uh, all COVID restrictions, you know, have been lifted uh, pretty much anywhere, may, maybe except China, where they do lockdowns <laughs> for millions of people just for a couple of cases. But other than that, it's, uh, you know, most people are just enjoying the summer now. You know, tourism has, has, has rebounded yeah. in most places. So people are just enjoying outside activities more than last year, and especially the two years ago, the year of the pandemic. So, you know, they're explaining it away as mostly, uh, you know, seasonality. Uh, I don't know if that's the whole case, but, uh, you know, they're, they're counting on... Uh, uh, making up for it in the next quarter, uh, the next half of the year as well. Uh, for example, Sony has some big uh, releases coming up, like uh, <clears throat> The Last of Us Remake and God of War Ragnarok. Uh, Microsoft doesn't have the same stuff, uh, same big stuff coming up uh, in this year, at least. They do have lots of stuff coming up uh, next year. Uh, but you know, just generally, it's uh, it's a bit of a tough year for gaming. But only only if you compare it to the extraordinary uh, years that we had, we've had uh, you know between 2020 and 2021, uh, and that's largely because uh, everyone was locked down, right? So everyone was playing games or watching TV series, and uh, 
while playing games, of course. Uh, uh, player spending grew a lot. So, you know, it's just a tough comparison to make now that things are going back to normal. And it's just normal that uh, growth is perhaps stalling a bit, but, uh, you know, the expectation is that it will resume as soon as we have some big games coming up. So, I just looking keep because normally things are when you get figures they year on year. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So I always look. It's like last year, this time last year, we were still in the middle of like we were still in the middle of COVID. So people are towards the end of COVID, but there were still people were had more fears. There were still issues about people doing traveling. There's still issues about so many things. So it's like, it's so obvious. The reason why, you know, sales aren't, I mean, not only that, there's a massive financial implication in why sales are dropping and they're not going to recover over the next year or two or not to a large degree because people can't afford to buy as much. And they're certainly not going to be able to soon with the cost of oil and cost of eating and etc uh for sony you know moaning you know them saying like there's been a 15 percent or was something like 15 percent decline in gameplay time and it's like well that's yeah. because people were sat at home yeah. and you know people are allowed to leave the house and breathe free air and you know not die of covid yeah not everybody, you know, for those who are still dying of COVID, it's a horrible disease. I've had it twice now. I got it really early. March 2020. That was a pain in the fucking ass. Um, but yeah, it's just simple. It's just the finance stuff is just so... Why they don't just tell the truth? It just It's like... Yeah, yeah, with Sony saying it, the decline is due to the slowing of growth in the industry. Well, no, that slowing of growth doesn't cause a decline. It just means gro- growth is slowed. You still get growth. You're shrunk because of the pandemic. The boost of the pandemic is gone now. We are also in financial crisis. So stop fucking around. Yeah. Uh, you know, on the upside, I think both Microsoft and Sony could enjoy uh, increased supply for their hardware. You know, yeah. the, the, that situation is mostly easing up. So yeah. hopefully they will have more consoles to sell. And we'll see uh, if people buy them or not. Uh, yeah. yeah. And like, like you said, of course, the economic situation isn't easy. But... Uh, you know, gaming, the gaming industry has proven to be resilient in times of crisis before, like in 28, you know, with the big uh, Wall Street crisis. Oh, yeah, it's going, it's going to be resilient because the advantage games have got is you can buy, let's say you buy one one brand new game, AAA title a month, and you can, and then you buy, you can buy pre-owned stuff, or, and you, you know, you're trading stuff. If you got you do the old fangled hard disc copy version of it, um, no, no, as opposed to 2008, there are subscriptions now. That's... Yeah, and that's the other thing now, where difference. where you can also, if you just get Game Pass or I still need to have a look at the new PlayStation stuff, 
where gaming will have that fact of the things take longer. They're cheaper per hour, essentially. And yeah. Unless it's a Ubisoft game where they charge you to be able to log back on. Um, uh, no, that's definitely true. And it's one of the things that, uh, for example, some executives like Take uh, Two's uh, Stark always say, always says that gaming is uh, cheaper per hour than, uh, for example, going to the movies or doing other stuff, other entertainment. However, it's not so, cheaper. I don't think it's cheaper per hour than reading a book. No. Most definitely not. Yeah, that's that's not. But reading books is, uh, you know, it's kind of declining anyway. You know. Uh, yes, sadly. It, yes, because the world is thick. It, yeah. Yeah. D- don't sugarcoat it. Just say they're all thick bastards. They don't know how to read anymore. Yeah. yeah. I'm so nice. Ah, you're the nicest yeah. guy in the world. Yeah, you're in, you're on the perfect. You're on the way to become the old cynical man that you want to be. I'm not. You I'm... just said you wanted to become. <laughs> no, no, I said I want to retire before I'm an old cynical old man. Uh, uh, okay, well, you're already you're close to it already. <laughs> I feel it. I certainly feel it. You know, it's a com- you know, it's a compliment for me. I'm it not cynical. Here. I call yeah, it realism. Yeah, yeah. Cynical people are sincere. They don't lie. I just call it realism. Yeah, but you don't lie. It's I'm been sure cynical. Not. It's been it's been realistic. But do you know there is also such a thing as excessive cynicism? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Can't be. <laughs> not true. So, uh, speaking of, uh, let's if we'll skip, we'll leave the GTA till last. So. So, talking about Tomb Raider now, is it wrong that I just thought of young Indiana Jones when I read that? Uh, I don't know. But, uh, well, the news is... uh, Well, there are a a couple of news about Tomb Raider, actually. The first one has to do with the movies, because we're not getting uh, a sequel to the Alicia Vikander movie. That's a shame. I actually enjoyed that. Yeah. For some reason, Metro Goldwyn Mayer, uh, they have uh, basically lapsed their rights. So there is now a bidding war, apparently. Uh, who knows? Maybe some uh, some uh, streaming company will get it, like Netflix or Amazon. Who knows? But uh, uh, the thing is, uh, uh, the this movie uh, uh, likely won't star uh, Alicia anymore. So that's a shame, as you said. And uh, on the gaming side, we have a leak about the upcoming uh, title from Crystal Dynamics. And the news is that uh, apparently it will feature a more experienced Lara, who actually has to also deal with the team of younger Raiders. So uh, I guess she's So it's like uh, like Scooby-Doo. I don't know. Uh, the rumor also says that uh, the game has a grounded tone with some fantasy elements. Although, I mean, that's not really news for Tomb Raider. That's usual, usual Tomb Raider, like. And uh, also, uh, Lara supposedly has left the daddy issues aside, but uh, 
she will be dealing with uh, things like loneliness and isolation, you know, things like uh, Chris's. Uh, Chris, you can uh, vouch to this. So my life. Yeah. She will be living and, my uh, life. You miserable <laughs> bitch, Lara. Yeah, but she has a big mansion. Do you have a big mansion? Shut up. <laughs> I'm already depressed. It was, it was an honest question. I don't know if you own a big mansion or not. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, also, there is a tidbit from Dusk Golem, although his, I mean, his <laughs> track record isn't spotless. You know, it, it, it is the this statement. He said, I can't wait until people learn about the bisexual dating and gruesome horror elements. Okay, so, now I'm interested. Uh, are you interested more about the former or the latter? Because I think... I don't know maybe... why. I, 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 I wouldn't want to comment. I wouldn't want to comment. I certainly wouldn't want to comment on such uh, such things. I'm sure it's the gruesome Yes, I think it is. I, I've always been a massive fan of gruesome horror things like Silent Hill and whatnot. To be oh. fair, I have always been a massive fan of that, but I also like you know, sex. <laughs> Tomb Raider become a sex game. You said the level. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've seen that one already. You mean that you saw a porn version of Tomb Raider, maybe? Ah, I'm so, fairly sure. I'm fairly sure you linked me something which was very much like a porn piss take of Tomb Raider. Uh, I will not confirm nor deny that. Uh, oh, <laughs> we should have been reviewing it for the site. Give it, you know, Sorry. you know how we, do we do? Well, we give them out of ten, so you know, give it however many erections out of ten. I'll give it a stiffness level. Okay, guys. This game, I think... this game has a stiffness level of four. It, 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 it probably is a hard it's game. It's flaccid. A hard game, anyway. Way <laughs> becoming a, an NSFW podcast. No, no, no. We've yeah. not. We've not said anything too bad. We're yeah. still fine. Yeah. For now. For now. So um, yeah, yeah. We'll see about Tomb Raider. Um. You know, it's Crystal Dynamics still, so give them a chance. They've made decent games, apart from, you know, Avengers. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Francesco, tell us about GTA. Oh, this is the big thing. So, we still, it, it's still unconfirmed, so we don't know. But, yeah, it's actually been rumoured for a while, so at this point, it's probably true that GTA 6 will have the first woman protag playable protagonist in the series. And it's apparently a duo, man and woman, and they're inspired by Bonnie and Clyde, which I think everybody knows. It's an infamous criminal, American criminal couple. Uh, but aside from that, we do not know much, much else about, about the characters. But I think the most important thing is that the game will be a little different in tone this time around as to because it reflects changes at uh, at Rockstar they're going to be a little bit less you know um, 
they're gonna be a little bit more tame this time around <clears throat> because they're not they're apparently going to not go too hard on making jokes about marginalized groups and that kind of stuff so the report says that it's going to be it's going to feel different from the from the past entries in the series and you know I, I until we see it we can tell how different it will be because yeah you know this is a toning that it, 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 i mean it, it feels like they're going to tone down but not remove them altogether because if they remove them it's probably not going to be gta anymore yeah that's uh... so yeah they're probably going to avoid stuff that's too sensitive yes it's going to be a fine line to walk i think yeah yeah it will be it will be interesting to see i mean i don't think people are shocked anymore about grand theft auto I mean, what they do, it's, you know, people know, so they're not shocked. It would probably be more shocking if they removed all that made GTA, GTA, and be very tame. But I don't see it, because it really wouldn't be GTA anymore. It would become another, uh, it would become another game altogether. No, well, we'll see. They may make reference, God knows, they say about the changing culture at Rockstar, but the culture hasn't changed that much. There's still, you know, mass crunch and everything else. Yeah. I don't see them changing that much. They'll yeah, they'll probably just want to tone certain things down. They'll probably just essentially not make I don't know. I'm trying to think of what they'll I can't really yeah, think of probably... anything they've really done in previous GTAs that would create an uproar with you Yeah, know, well. Oh, I mean, there were some uh, misogynistic uh, stuff, maybe. Yeah, yeah, the, you yeah. had bits of that, but part of that is GTA is still a bit of a satire game, and even yeah. where they, even where they included something that could end up being sort of bad, like the Ballad of Gay Tony, that was probably one of the best gaming representations still, which is a sad thing, but still. Yeah, you know, maybe what they're referring to is now. I haven't played it in a long time, but for example, in San Andreas, there were the people in the ghetto were kind of comical. Let's say you were very stereotypical and yeah, yeah, not a good, not a very good look. Although you know, it's just taking stuff and then blowing it up so that it becomes comical. Yeah, uh, it was very. Yeah. You know the base was very stereotypical. You know the the gangster from the ghetto in uh, in Cali in uh, well, San Francisco, I think it was based upon. So yeah, yeah that's a mix between Los Angeles and San Francisco. That was a little stereotypical. You no, know? the gang wars and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was based on LA because at the end, towards the end of it, they had something which was based on the LA riots where with the police force. So yeah, it was all based on that yeah. sort of thing. Uh, oh, but I mean, of course, these days uh, there's a lot more, uh, you know, awareness about social justice issues. So I think that's what they are referring to. They will uh, be more careful when it comes to depiction of certain social issues. Yes, that's mostly it. The irony is going to be that everybody's going to piss and wang when it actually gets announced if they do have a female main character and whatever else. 
and oh my god, boycott GTA 6, and then everybody will fucking buy it anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, one thing uh, the leak uh, says is that the protagonist will be a Latina woman. So that's an interesting detail. But uh, again, this is not surprising, and after all, uh, you know, Latin Americans are pretty, they're pretty significant in the population, the Earth population uh, nowadays, so it makes sense to represent them. Yeah, so we'll see, but yeah, it'll be one of those. Well, it'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think that's everything on the topic. So we're on to the usual one. What have people been playing? Which I can't talk about because of embargoes. Francesco, so, us. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I have something else with embargo as well, but I've I've been playing something that something else that we haven't got to review because we're bad and Nintendo doesn't like us. Yeah, that's uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah, it's Xenoblade Chronicles thing. And I I managed to dodge most spoilers because the, as pe- most people know, the game leaked like ten days ago and everybody was playing it before release. And, but I was strong, uh, and I waited for the official release, and I've been playing that. I haven't played much of it, I'm still like six, seven hours in. But I can tell it's a very, 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 very good game. They toned down the, they toned down the animal tropes from the second one, even though I loved the second one. But it started, it, it was very slow at the beginning, and it was a little grating sometimes, it was a little childish. And the third one is actually a pretty good game. And there is one thing I really like that not many noticed. That's the soundtrack. That's, uh, well, it's a little bit of a spoiler here. But the tree pretty much combines the worlds from the first and the second. And this is reflecting the soundtrack. Because you got violins, both violins and electric guitars, which were the main instruments for the soundtrack for the first and the second, and then they're combined with flutes, which has a thematic relevance in the story of the third one. So I think this attention to detail shows how the, develop- the developer really thought about everything, and uh, they really, they really did. They re- I think they really did make that great game because I don't usually feel like you know I stop playing the game and I'm can't wait to play it again. It's not something I I get much nowadays. And oh. this is why I feel with uh, you know, the Chronicles 3. The only thing I wish that the Switch was more powerful because the game has some technical hiccups, bad performance on uh, during battles, and then you can tell the resolution is is very very low. And but at least it's more playable in dock mo- in uh, in portable mode. At least, because the second um, one was at very low resolution. And the, this I have one, one, it's a little better. I have one word for you, PC emulator. Well, it's yeah, a You know, I tried, I, I tried with the second one, and it was so complicated trying to get to install those high quality texture packs. I said, I don't have time to waste on this. I'd rather play on real hardware. You have to get the PC gamer mindset, you know, tweaking no, I, everything. Yeah, you know, but the problem is that PC gaming right now, it's so easy. 
Nintendo Switch emulation. I, at least for it's my fault that I am that I am to research things enough. Not so much. I'd rather play on real hardware. Besides, I have the Switch there. It's taking dust. Let me use it <laughs> every once in a I, while. I although, forget where my have, Switch is. You know, although I have to say, I have used more the Switch than the PlayStation Five this year. I and just... I think I'll use it more because there's Bayonetta 3 coming in October. And I, fair, I think I forget well. where my PS5 is, and it's right next to me. <laughs> Maybe it's, be, it, it's below a, a massive um, layer of dust. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, At least that's where mine is. Well, yeah. no, it's not dusty, but it's, it's there. Well, I'm going to, to use it for God of War Admiral. To be honest... I do have, uh, I mean, I looked at some gameplay for Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, I do have one gripe with it, uh, just by looking at, at the combat, and that's the auto-attack. Honestly, uh, I don't know. It feels like it's just a relic of the past these days. You know, not, it, it, yeah. makes, it makes sense. It's not that important, because there are ways, there are ways to speed up the... Um, the arts that are the special attacks, the skills, there are ways to speed up their cooldown. So uh, as you as you move forward the game, uh, it, you probably don't even use uh, uh, auto attacks anymore. They're just there, you know. It was much worse in the first one because uh, people love the first one. I like it, but I definitely don't love it because of the combat system because it was so slow. Well. This is not the case with the third one. It's, uh, you know, if you don't play it, that's what it feels like because you just it feels like you just stand there and wait for things to go. But once you move past the first few hours, it opens up a lot more and that becomes irrelevant. The other attacks are not that. Uh... You know, they're there. They they have they have a function that goes beyond just dealing low damage to enemies. Oh, all right. I'm just thinking, trying to think now. What... What game do I want to play? I want to I want to play Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle Earth 2 again. That was a great game. Uh-huh. This is the issue with video games where firms lose the license. You can't buy that anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I've got a copy anywhere. I think though. there are some pretty serious Lord of the Rings mods for the war games though. If you want to. Well, yeah. Right. No, let's. Have I still got Battle for Middle Earth 2? I have a. I literally have all my old PC game discs in this. I have so many old games. I'm just thinking that now. I'm thinking, I want to play Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle Earth 2 again. I, I just remembered that I have some original PC games on floppy disk. Floppy disk? Yeah, it's canon folder. I don't know if you have heard of it. It was this. It, it was this top-down, uh, real-time strategic games where uh, you know they were making a parody of war. I think it was Team Seventeen that developed it, if I remember right. And I have them on floppy disk. That's not too bad then. I got. I've got Battle for Middle Earth and Battle for Middle Earth Two. Very good. I think I know what yeah, I'm going yeah, to install yeah. today, just for the fun of it. And just looking a few pages, just looking a few pages on when I go from L to P, I have got an old Ubisoft game, which, to be fair, I did not realise I had discs of. Uh, uh. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I did. It's amazing what Ubisoft used to do. Yeah. Playboy they the Mansion. Do, they used to do Rayman, and now they won't be anymore because I love Rayman. Shall answer longer with them. See, I like it. Really. Yeah, I liked it too. Especially the last two ones. So, uh, yeah, so. So, move, oh, after that, so what are you playing, Alessio? Play by the mansion? <laughs> oh, uh, just, just the usual stuff. But, uh, well, there is something else I'm playing, but I can't talk about it yet. Um, you tease. Um, I can talk about uh, uh, the Resident Evil Netflix series because I've just finished watching it. Uh, last I enjoyed night. it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. Honestly, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. And uh, yeah, like you said, you know, uh, later in the in the season, they do make some more references to to classic Resident Evil characters. And also we finally see a bit of why Albert Wesker is uh, wheeze in the series. We see a bit of uh, how he's supposed to look, well, you know, except the skin tone, but uh, we see him, uh, you know, the real him. Appearing later in, uh, I think, and that, the penultimate. And that's what I find interesting about it, the fact that it is actually within the same universe. It's all, you know, canon. So it's quite interesting how they've linked it all together. Yeah, so. and so um, I, I liked the, the character of Jade, you know, his, yeah. his daughter. I think she was pretty cool, and like I said, since she is the same actress of uh, Forspoken, it will be interesting to see her in the game as well. Uh, and generally, I think uh, it was a pretty good first season. Of course, uh, there's room to improve, but uh, you know, it was pretty interesting to watch and uh, kept you kind of guessing at what was going to happen next, which yeah. isn't exactly the, the easiest thing. Nowadays, uh, there, there are so many series, it's hard to stand out. So, Especially when it comes to Resident Evil, you usually think, well, it's zombies. That's how it started. So you think, oh, it's good. what's going to happen next? Zombies. Only it's not always zombies. So I, I yeah. enjoyed it, yeah. See, now you've got to watch it, Francesca. Yeah, sure. I I, got, I finally got started on Stranger Things, so I got to get that out of the way first. That's great. Uh, yeah, Stranger Things is pretty cool as well, and I think it would make a pretty good game, mm. maybe. I played. Uh, well, they did. They have released certain games, but yes, yeah. Yes, I mean a proper game, you know. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, this is another tend... game you should be doing Ubisoft. What Beyond is good that? And eat. Beyond... Ah, yeah. Beyond you know, good there, and there's good stuff. They say they say the external playtesting has started on the second one. I just so maybe we're going to see something in September. Maybe. Looking through all my old discs, and there's so many games I like don't remember. Battleforge. 
Bloody hell, EA made that when MOBAs were like just taking off. Oh, it's madness. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do think, like you say, Stranger Things would make a good, proper, you know, like you know, action adventure style games. But I suppose it's making one. Either do you make one which follows the story of the series, or do you make one in the Stranger Things universe? Which, to be fair, could be interesting. Yeah, I could see actually maybe Supermassive Game like a good adaptation. With, uh, yeah, with yeah. yeah, yeah. I could see that to be fair. Well, oh, yeah. Anyway, I think that's everything then. Yeah. Oh, Chris is uh, going to Gamescom in a couple of weeks. I am indeed. I am indeed. How many weeks away <laughs> is that? You're not surprised. Forgot about it. I don't know where I'm going today. Never mind. <laughs> I am so in fact three one two three weeks tomorrow. No, three weeks and two days I fly. Oh. I fly to Dusseldorf and then I fly back from Cologne because the air system is fucked. Oh. The air system. That sounds yeah. Air fly transport wow. thing. It's all fucked. But yeah, so that'll be good. That'll be good. Keep getting booked in. Still waiting for a few companies to announce if they're doing something. But we will see. It's it, I'm so bloody crammed, and I I know I can't like say what games I'm going to see because <coughs> everything. But I'm seeing so many games. It'll be it'll be good. It'll be good. But yeah, so on that, we'll still have a few podcasts before then. Yeah. You right. will still have uh, some extra rants to do before leaving. <laughs> and then I will die of beer. Death by beer. Death by beer and sausage. That's awesome. But I was wasted. Oh, there's that. <laughs> Right, I think that's everything, so I'll see you all in a bit. Bye. Bye.